pandemic and uh, mental health taught me one thing that I need to be part of a solution. If I can help one person, like affect them so they can lead a happier, healthier life, then it's all been worth it. Hello! Welcome! Hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome to uh, episode four. Jukebox Jack's podcast, special guests tonight, Taxi for Pablo. So you can see there on your left, thumbs up, there he is. You've got Frankie and you've got DC. Um, yeah, let's just, before we jump into the whole music conversation, let's just let's just welfare check on you, is how you're both doing. Uh, obviously, lockdown. Tired. Yeah, tired. Uh, so you're doing normal work. Back at back at work doing normal work. Not normal work, yeah. Knackers. I, I hear a, a lot from a lot of my friends. To be honest, they're, they're all sort of like because a lot of them were kind of like either furloughed and stuff like that, and and they're all sat there at home. You know what I mean? Having yeah. to sit around missus nagging or whatever else is going on, and then they're like, I can't wait to get back to work. And then they're gone to work now, and they're like, I'm I'm actually knackered. Like, right? I yeah. I never left work. I kept going. Ah, I, you, I, so I, you were I, like I me. You kept working through, throughout. Yeah. Yeah. I kept going. Uh, so that's been different. Nah. <laughs> so it is DC doing heavy lifting then, Frank? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be fair, I mean, even though I got furloughed from the main job, I've also been doing a lot of work here at Jow as well. So uh, just shipping out orders because it's been quite busy and what have you. And then We've had obviously a few guitar setups coming in and what have you. So if I'm in, I'll, I'll do them as well. And then just basically looking after the shop, pricing it up. And uh, yeah, just I just come in and play everything. It does, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to be fair, yes. we all come in. You've literally, you've been quite fortunate in that sense. I mean, obviously, we talk and stuff as, you know what I mean, yeah. as well. So I, that, you were going through the same struggles as everyone else was sort of like, you know, yeah. you'd be sat in yeah. house and stuff like that, but it, it was more of a positive thing that he's actually he's still able to just go into the studio and you know, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. fortunately, I mean, I was going out for walks and stuff like trying to get out every day, rain, shine, whatever, just trying to keep my head clear and uh, doing a lot of reading as well. Oh, um, just nice to be on a weekend night. I just, well, yeah, I mean, Christ, for as long as I've known you, he's always looked at So sat there on a Friday night, like, so <laughs> Friday night then. This you know, is you, this this is what I kept saying to a lot of people. I was sort of like, for a long time, people, because they were working that much and stuff like that, and then obviously lockdowns came, and then it was sort of like, what I'd give to have like a week or two week off so I can just watch all my stuff that I need to watch. As soon as lockdowns yeah. happen, there's no on <clears> telly, <throat> nothing. No, <laughs> nothing. Nothing, <laughs> nothing at you, all. You've been, you've been binge watched Tiger King and <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I I'm sure I saw it of a week there was some on one I don't know if it was like Facebook or something like that that they're supposed to be doing a second season of it. Yeah, I don't even know how that's gonna happen. Did, did we through, do a documentary yeah. on it for the week. I'm sure I saw some of it. I'll be I were hooked on it, same as everyone else, to be fair. Yeah, I mean it would go. Carol Lou. <laughs> no, I Carol I, I, fucking I was, Baskin. I would I would I would just sat at home and Lovely lady walks in, sits next to me. Apparently, she's my wife. She seems quite nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it was just like being at home. You know, it's like 
because usually like Friday, Saturday night time at work. Yeah. So all of a sudden I can't work and I'm like, so what does everybody do? And she's like, well, basically go out. And I'm like, well, that's screwed then. Can't go to rugby. Can't go to rugby, yeah, can't go to rugby. Yeah, can't, because can't, can't practice. <laughs> It literally all just stopped, didn't it? Initially, like it just, there were nothing. There were no just... rugby. There were no football. There were nothing on, like on telly and stuff like. That. I mean, it came back bit by bit. Um, but yeah, it was just it was strange I mean, time. It really was. I remember being sat in town and you look in town and there's literally nobody. It's like the um, apocalypse has happened. Yes, yeah. you just wait for tumbleweed. Yeah. I literally, I, I like, I mean, I, I suppose I'm kind of getting better with it now, but I, I just resigned myself to living like a hermit. I just completely did. I'd, I'd go spend obviously time with kids and stuff like that. But then if I wasn't doing that or I wasn't working nights and stuff or doing my studying, I, I just stayed in. I'd find mm-hmm. myself like trying, especially when the supermarkets kind of relaxed a little bit and then they went back to the kind of, 24 hours like your as does and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Even now, I won't go through day. I'll just go, <laughs> just go middle of the night so I don't have to deal with anyone. Headphones in, mask on. Usually That's some it. drunk down an aisle dropping beer everywhere. Yeah, yeah. It looked a little yeah. bit like you, DC, actually. I'm not sure if it were you. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't drink, mate. Hang on a minute. <laughs> fuck you right now in front of this camera, arse. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, it's it's the same, obviously, with what we're all living with at the minute with COVID and stuff like that. There's there's no way of not addressing it. So we always get it out of the way first and then we yeah. actually crack on with stuff. So for uh, for people that either may or may not have heard of Taxi for Pablo, just give us a, a rundown, like a background, how you came together. And... Right, here we go, here we go, here we go. Many moons. Back in there. Back in there. Back in there. Aye, uh, get them teas in from Yorkshire. We'll put teas anywhere. Put like. teas anywhere. Yeah. Put wood in tile. Tile. Um, about what? Uh, seven, eight. What originally when we got together? Yeah. Two thousand and nine. Oh God, was that? Two thousand and nine. Wow. wow. That's wow. when Mark yes, were old. Mark when Mark won Tax of Pablo. Set together. Two thousand and nine. Uh, 2009, and then I think we carried on till 2013. 13, yeah, 13, and then uh, I just lost interest in it. We all kind of went different ways. Yeah, we? yeah. I mean, I, that that start of things in my life turning upside down. Mm. So I mean, we we still talked. Me, we, yeah, you know, we still talked. I mean, I've got like I say, I mean, I've known Justin as drummer for 24 years ish. Since school, so we've always got one, and we've known each other for about 10, 10 12 years. About 12, yeah, about 12 years. About 12 years. So that happened. Then, uh, one faithful night in the hospitals of all places, because I can still remember it. I think it was a week before my birthday. But yeah, yeah, uh, Friday night, was it? I think. I think it might have been a Friday night because I yeah, was out with Matt. Right. I was out with Matt. Consequently, yeah. we'd been to rugby and we'd won. So in there, phone goes off. Steve, old lead singer. Oh, do you want to get band back together? And I literally went, first words out of my mouth were, if Daz and Jay are interested, then yeah. So for a couple of weeks, we 
started getting dialogue. Yeah, it started. And then touring and throwing a little bit. Started getting, and then we got back together. Uh, and then Diamond, Diamond Studios, we ended up there. We ended up there, yeah. In all places. And uh, yeah, subsequent from 2018 to now. So now. Well, well, to October last year. Last year. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, let's yeah, let's let's cover that because obviously I know that guy's hit you quite like quite hard. Um, oh, yeah, it was yeah. Zero, zero three because they practice next door to us, yeah, awesome devastated. I can still remember day where really? the, the week because we went in twice to play it room out. It took we've got that Justin's got that much stuff, yeah, Justin. <laughs> you know, if he's got the Jay's drumming for him, if you see it cropping up, don't be surprised. <laughs> and by the way, he's just bought another snare drum as well. Oh, god, yeah, orange <laughs> acrylic pot pie snare drum. They sent me the picture and they said it wasn't quite as deep as the one they bought up going from Twin Atlantic, which <laughs> consequently is our colorway as well. Well, yeah, true. Uh, now, um, well, yeah, it took us two of us to go that room out. You don't realise how much gear you've got until you've got to shift it. Yeah. And it was, uh, it were, it were heart-wrenching, wasn't it? Horrible. Horrible. So, it was a long old drive back from Diamond straight up to New Walk-Up in Very quiet, very... Sombre. Sombre, very surreal. I mean, even, even to the point where you, you just look, you stood at the door and you, you're looking into the room and there's nothing there, but you can still see everything there yeah. where it should be. Yeah, your heart drops, tears fall, forming your eyes, yeah. and it would have like that were that were an hard moment. Well, yeah. yeah, there's there's so many memories that go along with things like that. Um, obviously. Oh god, yeah. Well, similar to what Joe is for us now. I mean, that's been a clubhouse environment. That was our clubhouse. No yeah. matter how we were feeling, good shit, whatever. But don't matter. As soon as you walk through that door. You, you, you had some form of release. We'll go in, probably blast through. We've got nothing. Barely actually yeah, do do. Uh, I don't want to know about Husky do, which we do very bloody well. Okay. I have yeah. to yeah. we, do, we, do, we don't do well. Um, um, uh, and then usually five minutes, ten minutes. We'll go outside have a fag. Have a fag, and then come down and come back in, screw about for a bit more. Yeah, <laughs> oh, fly back seat of his pants, try and come uh, up with some. Well, it's usually at that point where we like we're having a we're having a big dick about it. it's like, hold on, that sounds, sounds a bit nice. nice. <laughs> well, no, do that again. Do what? Do, <laughs> no, and it's it's literally that bit there. What what <laughs> that bit there? Oh, that, oh, that bit. Oh, right, no, right. the bit before that. Oh, now you've parted to it six times. I know what you mean. Yeah, that bit there. Yeah, that one, yeah. <laughs> it's like fucking decals. I'm trying because. It'll play something. I'm like, this is how it usually starts. Then I sit in the corner, a, a big notepad, doing away, you know, and it's like, right, do it again. <laughs> <laughs> that's how nearly all ours can come up that. Yeah. Apart from Barry the Hatchet, which I had the full arrangement. You had, you had all that. Yeah. But yeah. everything else. The only bit that changed me that was the octave. So we, uh, that's how we did it. That's how that that is how we do it. Classic case kings. Yeah. And Cinderella. Cinderella. Uh is that um is that like I don't know, has it have you noticed if it's changed? Like some some of the lads who I know, musicians and stuff that not all of them, don't get me wrong. It's usually the, the songwriter that usually gives me sort of like the, the conversation that I'm after in that sense. And he's sort of like yeah. 
yeah, no, I have. I've, I found myself like writing things that I never thought I'd write just because my mind was somewhere else completely during lockdowns and stuff. I've, there's been a lot of, yeah, there's been a lot of different writing. There's, I mean, I've got bits of paper everywhere. <laughs> little, little line, two line, three lines on my phone. You don't want to see how many lyrics, chord, chord progressions are in there. <laughs> um, and you find just, these, you've got that different view now, but then, I mean, especially during the main lockdown, you had time. Yeah, yeah. And it weren't just a, oh, yeah, that'll do, that'll, that'll fit, and oh, yeah, that'll look. And you, you sat there thinking, well, you know how you feel, you know how, think, how slow things are, and you kind of work it all in. I suppose there's that other side to it as well. Um, like if you followed the normal process that you would have normally followed, because you were kind of like you, at times, because like you say, you've got so much time on your hands during lockdowns, you kind of overanalyzing your songwriting you, you, yeah. and, and creating, you know, you, the different sort of like the intros to songs and things like that. So if you'd have already gone down the other normal route that you would be songwriting normally, you might have written three other completely different sort of songs. Yeah, it's... It, you find yourself that you, you, you kind of... Instead, of... instead of going down that road that you know where you're going, you're kind of veering up every now and again. <laughs> it's like... It's like, do you it, want to do it really younger? It, it's, it's like you're veering up and it's like, oh, hold on, this is new. See, I always and end then, up stuck stuck in equivalent of a roundabout. Me, that's where I always end up. Don't, don't just going round and round and round. We've been there. We've been there. <laughs> I, I will play the same chord progressions over and over again. I'm thinking, right, I'm really, really, I'm getting bored of this. Really me, don't want to do it. I don't want to go that again. So right. So that's when lockdown. I made a conscious effort. Right, going. Right, that's it. I'm going to sort of wipe the slate clean. Uh, start watching a lot more stuff on YouTube, how to like learn different keys of songs, which chords go in which key, and just try and change it up for me, just to make it more interesting. And then also I went back to school. I started relearning all shit I learned back in May. So there's been like therapy, old therapy stuff, really old Foo, Foo Fighters ones as well, the first couple of albums, mm -hmm. just stuff like that. I mean, okay, I'm doing Lizzie, YouTube, I've been relearning a load of stuff like that as well, and old stereophonics ones, and not to mention some old manics ones, obviously. obviously I, mean, I mean, it's going to sound completely weird when I say it, but I'm, I'm sure you two will understand where I'm coming from with it. You've got so many you know, bands, musicians, that have just fallen at wayside because of COVID, because of lockdowns. Mm. But then you've got so many of them same sort of people that are actually... They've upped the ante, just like you were saying there, Frankie. Like yeah. you've literally you've gone back into yourself, and you yeah. you whereas you wouldn't normally at that time, you'd have yeah, just been yeah. going through the same grind day yeah. day to day, just doing the same thing. So there is that. I suppose it's a catch twenty two, and there's so many like sad stories of people that's just they've lost the business and things like that, lost studios. Yeah, but yeah. then you've yeah. also got advantages for those people that have, that are still kind of like, well, do you know what? It does suck. We now don't have anywhere. But at the end of the day, I've still got an instrument in front of me. 
I've still got the willingness to actually do something and be creative. So I'm going to push through. And it's those people with that drive that I think are going to, they're going to see the rewards of it once we come through it. But I mean, I, I think, yeah, I think once we get out of this, you know, it's not going to take us long to get into no. something of it. No, I mean, last time, last time we were together as a, as a, as a proper band were October. Beginning of October. Beginning of October. Um, November, yeah. But I can, I can put my hand up right now and say we could go into a room and five minutes later, we know what we're doing. Yeah, we'd be able to blast through our show. We'll be, able set. To, we'll be able to go through the set, do mistakes, and then we'll just go right. Ten minutes, do it again, and it'll be just about nailed. Yeah. yeah. So I I I I, 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 I that, that, say that. That just shows you how many times we've played these bloody songs. Now, and, it would, it's just interesting there that you're talking about things like that. It, it, one of my friends mentioned it the other day when we were having similar conversations and he, he sends me random stuff all the time, just like fantasy stuff. And he just sort of like, he was like, it would like, be interesting to get you because I'd said that obviously you guys were coming on and I've got other bands coming on further down. And he was sort of like, it'd be interesting if you could ask the bands or singers when they're coming on. Not that there's anything wrong with the band lineup that they've got, but if you could choose... What just one musician? It could be vocalist, you know. What I mean, any instrument. Only one musician to literally accompany you while you're out on tour and stuff, just as a bonus. If you could only choose one, who who would it Fam- be? Like? Famous or not? Oh yeah, a... yeah. Famous musician, yeah. Famous. So, so you go. In, in fact, you. Um, yeah, you go first, Frank. <clears throat> <laughs> so, I mean, I know the obvious one. Yeah, well, yeah, but I, I, I don't know. See, I'd be more inclined to say, right, let's get, I don't know, James Dean Bradfield. Mm. But, yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd say James Dean Bradfield, not just because he's my big guitar hero. And just, you know, they say don't meet your heroes, but yeah, 2008 Leeds Fest on Sunday, about three hours before they played, that would, so far from the truth, it was unbelievable. And the guy's got a real crushing handshake as well. I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> Literally <laughs> crush my hand. It's like, what? And then I had a big Barney and it was like ex-girlfriend at the time. And it was like, oh, I want to go see it. Cool. Crack on, I love to see it, man. <laughs> That's the reason why I'm here. <laughs> um, Sorry, I'll go, James. <laughs> go on, DC. What about you? Um, I think for me, I would love I would love to sing with Corey. Corey Taylor. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Um, we do we do, do a couple of third glass. We've talked about doing a few more by Snoop Sour. Yeah, we've talked about it. And apparently, when I sing it, these guys are like, Really? <laughs> really? Bear in mind, I know exactly when, and it were in this room. He more or less started singing because I blew my voice out. But we'll go into that in a minute. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd like Corey to come out. That would be. That would be. Oh God! Could you imagine that, James Dean Bradfield and Corey and Taylor? Taylor. God, Corey don't drink anymore, but James does. <laughs> 
Yeah. I could throw in another one for you, the one that my mate said, and it, it blew my mind because I was just sort of like, my God, it's like, it's such genius, but it, it also could unravel any band. Joe Walsh, Eagles. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. Have you seen the... Uh, wow. Have you seen the uh, Brian Johnson meets episodes? <laughs> Yeah, the Brian Johnson's going, where is he? Where is he? And he's like, that is boots. That, that's classic Joe Walsh. Joe, just, oh, God, the guy's Joe an animal. Walsh. He's just... But he's wow. such an awesome... Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. I totally, I'm glad that you said it like that. Like, I've, I've always kind of struggled to try and sum him up. Like, I can just sit and watch him for hours. It, it's not just... He's, it's just it's not just his, his technicality and his ability. It's his whole like psychological presence when he's there, oh, like yeah. when, when he's there on stage, he's not actually there. You can see it and he, he's, he's somewhere else. Yeah. He, he's in, in space or somewhere like he's yeah. transcended and gone. Well, it's probably to do with a lot of the like cups of tea that yeah, he's actually yeah, saying. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just throw that in there. So, yeah. And then play a last riff. Um, yeah. I mean, the guy's just, I mean, James guy. Yeah. He's next he's next level. He, he really, I mean, he's it's like you say, he's taking that performing side and it's just somewhere else now. He's yeah. just and you, you always you always find them them special individuals within not just music industry, but everywhere where they don't fully appreciate their own title. Like they they don't they don't value themselves. They, they, they don't grade yeah, themselves. Yeah, they kind of underplay it, don't they? They, they, yeah. they kind of just play it down. And yeah, and but don't get me wrong. You, you get some of them I individuals like where you can tell that they're playing it down, but you can see with smirk on their face that they think that they're like the dog's bollocks. But then, yeah. like you say, you've got you have got them individuals just like Joe, where it's sort of like he actually doesn't rate himself. Like when no, obviously. The one of the most iconic songs that he sang, he yeah. literally re, he he was adamant. If you met me sing this, I'm leaving band. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it just turned out to be what it was. Yeah, those people that aren't aware of what we're talking about, we one about Rocky Mountain Way, like just it's punk song forty nine. That's probably my favorite. And then was the other one. Uh, yeah, can't remember it. There's that one. It's just rare, isn't it? At times, I mean, you'll both understand this as obviously, obviously singers yourselves as well as obviously playing. But it's hard to find an individual that's kind of got that complete package in that sense, mm. where they can do. Yeah. But then, the, the, I suppose, I suppose that kind yeah. of leads us on because I'm now I'm curious about what you were referring to about when you blew your voice out. Uh, I had really, really bad flu. In 2018, in December, we recorded it, wasn't it? Yeah. So it were, it were gnarly weather, and I had oh. really bad flu. And to be fair, I was nailing it when we were practicing. Right? And, then... and then literally two weeks before we come to record, I'm like, uh, uh, and I think I ran through it four times. I went, Daz, you fancy a crack? Two take wonder of it. That were it. Lead singer at bands from that night onwards. <laughs> I'll sing to them doing bad. I think we need a front man. We need, we need some. We, we need someone to sing for the band. And I get, I guess, a phone call. He's like, I found somebody. Oh, great! Yes, who oh, went you? <laughs> <laughs> who, who me? Me? Really? <laughs> no. 
I was like, are you sure? He's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You've wrote the songs. You know the songs. <laughs> do it. Clack. Just do it. And I'm like, Okay. There's, there's so many bands that's that's been like that though over time, isn't there? Where the the, the singer yeah. that they ended up obviously going with wasn't the original choice, but it, mm. I suppose it's just those collective collaborations, isn't it? When you when you're together, you're in the studio, it might work, you know, a certain song. It you, you might be DC, you might be on backing vocals as such, and then but then the the other song, it, you've got the stronger point for yeah. and. Yeah. It's, the I've mean, got one of those songs, haven't we, Nuki Summer, which is yeah. the song I wrote. Uh, so I want to sing that, obviously, because Cornwall's my favourite place on earth. And that idea. So I want to do that, and then... He wants his biotech. I want to do that. And then, then Baz wants to do the lead part. He, he cannot. There is that struggle and battle, though, as well, if, if we're being honest as well, when, you know, you have gone down Avenue where you, you've kind of, you've wrote the song from the ground up. And obviously, you're teaching it to your fellow band members. Hmm. Not a lot. Of, some of them, some of them are complete assholes, and they'll just come out and say it, and they'll be like, "You're not singing it right." That's not how I heard it in my head when I wrote it, and it's not how I want it sang. But then you've got the, the other people that sort of like it. Kind of, it takes a whole new life when they do kind of pass it over in that sense, and they're sort of like, well, like, this, like this, like this, like this. Do I say it? Yeah, kings, kings. So, somebody told me that it, the words I wrote didn't fit. And I'm like, yeah, they do. <laughs> ah, ah, I know, it's not like this one. Yeah, yeah they do. <laughs> so, no, they don't. Yeah, they do. So we're, giving, so we're giving benefit of doubt. Let him do it his way. And there's like, it doesn't fit. And I'm going, yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. It does. As show him. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and then the other classic night where we absolutely weirded ourselves out. Oh, God. So here we go. So it were me, you, um, it were only us three and me, you and Jay, wasn't it? Yeah. So one night as bass player at the time and Steve, uh, as lead singer at the time didn't turn up and then that happened for about three weeks in a row, yeah. didn't it? So we were just messing about with Blasted through a few colours and uh, done hat. We're not even done hatchet at that no, point because he had a massive do about that and didn't like it. I'm like, it's a beast of a song. It's there. It's ready to go. Um, and then we started. Uh, and then we started playing around. I think I were noodling around mm-hmm. trying to come up with a solo for hatchet. And then you had about well, you had about 43 pedals on at the same time. That's what caused it. Well, um, basically, I just did the Billy Duffy thing and just turned it all on. And I just yeah, you just turned it. everything on. If you look down at his feet, it was just lights. <laughs> and I'm like, I just didn't have a violin, but yeah, like, oh, you're reminiscent of Michael Flatlewit leg movement. <laughs> if you ever see us live, mate, it's exactly like that. <laughs> <laughs> If you, if you imagine a, a, a tap dancing octopus, <laughs> that's it. I'm a swinging West Paul. Swinging West Paul. Just, but yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah that, that, um, that were it. And, uh, and then we we come up with this um, this rip idea, and it just completely blew us away. And we still haven't used it. But I think we're just at that point <laughs> there. We're just like there's us. And we're not the same band as what we were then. I'm no. thinking, there's that. <laughs> we've scared really? ourselves early on. 
Yeah, and there's things like what obviously what we were saying earlier and stuff. Obviously, you know, the lockdown, the the creative um, what's the word I'm looking for. That I suppose the creative journey, but the you like you were saying where you've gone back in on yourself, you've gone back yeah. and taught yourself stuff, and it's same with obviously with, with you know songwriting and everything else that those sort of things help you as then as we're coming into well the other tetchy subject of the music industry as it's as it is it is at the minute. <laughs> yeah yeah um where do we even begin to to try and rebuild because th- there's no there's no point saying anything other than rebuild because that's how it's gonna have to be from so many venues out there that's closed where you would have been gigging it's gonna be a slow process you it's, can't go off well, it's been completely disassembled there is literally, you, we've got the foundations and that's about it. And we're in, play, in, in some places, we're lucky if we've got them. Yeah. Um, and there is that as well, like you say. It's, it, you're, you're fortunate in that sense that, that that if you do find some places, there's so many people that are, that are just giving it up now because there isn't anything and it's like, well, and it's awful. You, you can hear pain in the voice in a sense when they say, like, what's point? Just what's point? Yes, yeah. there's so many awesome bands that have just called it quits. Called it quits. It, and it's, it's um, but it, it's it's always kind of it's always kind of mystified me that when when the big names come along and they're doing a tour or whatever, and people go flocking there and oh, they'll pay two, three, four, five hundred pounds for a ticket, and you'll be sat up in those as well. Your little your little local bands are playing on a Saturday, Friday, Saturday night for a fiver for a fiver of nothing. Yep, yep. And there'll be nobody there. Yeah. And and really? And they might be like your next favourite band. And I've seen so many awesome bands like that. Mm-hmm. First time I ever saw the Idol Dead. Walking through Leeds, 2011, Milo's. And I've been shopping, had a few beers, and I think, well, I'm not going to go home. A friend of mine who I will with. Decided to go home and I thought, right, you know what? I'm going to go my own reserve, this noise, get up there. And I've been a fan ever since. And what an absolute gem of a band. It's it, how you pretty much said it then. It, it's hit nail on head, both is how you said it. And that's something that, that like, my my friend circle, we, we, I mean, we're very fortunate because we're, we're all like-minded and you know people I'm talking about, I'm talking about like G and Bean, Smeg. Yeah. We're all, we're just like you two. We're, we're all about, like, don't get me wrong, we all love going and watching, you know, as big bands that we've idolised yeah. as we've like been yeah. growing up and stuff like that. But we get just as much enjoyment out of just going to a gig the way it's, it's, it's some, you know, three bands that's on that we've never heard before. And there might be 12 people in bar and 50% of them are old guys that are just propping up bar normally yeah, anyway. Yeah. But it's all about getting out. And it, I think it comes from that, that true love of music that you oh, just, no. you no. just love listening to music, learning new bands, finding other potential types of music genres that you did, yeah. that you wouldn't have necessarily liked a few years ago. I mean, music in in so many ways. I've spoke about it on different episodes before. Like, it, it's always been the same since I was like since I was younger. I always I, I struggled more so when I was younger to kind of articulate whatever I was thinking. But if I heard a song, 
the lyrics mm-hmm. straight yeah. away that it were like yeah. it were like oh whoever wrote it and it's like how did this this band I'm listening to how did they write this 20 years before I were even born but it's like they wrote it for me like yeah, they're yeah. the, the perfectly explaining and what I'm feeling right now yeah and that's how a lot of people and it it does people don't see the correlation but that at times from me speaking to different people that ties in with mental health as well because a lot of people struggle to talk about how they're feeling um and we're not just talking like guys because obviously that's the the main thing that's in media at minute that you know guys need to learn to talk more they need to express how they're feeling especially to their friends and family but it's across board women as well children obviously i've got kids myself like they've struggled throughout but you speak to a lot of people and they all say the same thing that it's that music kind of gets them through it. It got them through, you know, sticking radio on at home while they're, they're doing learn, you know, the helping to teach the kids with online lessons and stuff. They're having dinner, they're putting radio on the green garden and stuff like that. It's yeah. that common denominator of music. And if that ever went, which is what I'm, I'm, kind of petrified in a sense of like unless something major i mean we were talking about it before we came before we went on air like it's my my ideology behind it is that i think music labels need to be doing more to invest and i I explained it to you like obviously the football analogy because when i was a kid that's that's what i love football but it's like you invest in grassroots. We, you know, you want to put the best facilities available for your kids. They grow up loving the sport. They come back full circle, self-fulfilling prophecy. And but you just don't have that. With, and this would be a perfect time. And no one's saying you. No one's saying music labels should do that ordinarily. No one's saying that at all. No. You should start a council level, but, government level, really. But this is I'm going to say because you're talking about like. Um, You've got like the the lottery fund that they were doing for a lot of yeah, like the grassroots yeah, footballs yeah. and stuff. I mean, you're talking about there taking who they're identifying as skilled, you know, children, youths who are quite skillful in what they're doing. It's a skill to be a musician. Yeah. And there, there's never been that emphasis on it. And maybe that's why we have got now to the point of where we've had a pandemic, loads of places are closing. And I suppose, because I've never seen musicians in the same categories as the arts. Like, I don't like when musicians are categorised no. in the arts because I was watching a documentary during, I think it was the first or second lockdown, and they were saying, in fact, were it Damon? I think it was Damon Alburn who were on it. On one at, they were on one at Sky Channels, and he, he was saying things like, because... I was blessed to have an ability to be a musician. I'm unfortunately categorised within the arts. The arts is known as being quite a privileged. So then when people are saying, oh, you know, I'm not able to go out and gig, I'm not able to go to venues and sell out stadiums and stuff like that, they've got no sympathy because, well, you, you, you're quite fortunate because it's not a real job. It's It's not... It's not this. Yeah, it's that's not that. that's the thing. It's it's not a you're not you're not making something. You're not producing something. You are, but it's not physical. Yeah, it, you know, it, materialistic. Affordable. You're not you're not making a watch. You're not make you're not making a car. You're not you know, but what you are making is 
It's for something else. You, you, it's bigger than that. Isn't make, it? You're making a feeling. Yeah, because and um, if you if you can put words together, put music together that will strike a chord with somebody, even if it's just one person. It's just if it's just that one person, and I had it, didn't I? Keith Love. We all had it at Keith Love. Yeah. Um, yeah. God, I love Keith. I, had, I miss it. I miss it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, we're, sorry. We're, we're, we're playing, and there were one person there. We're playing one of our songs, and we got to verse two. Second verse, and I looked over at you, and then I looked Verse over. two, and there's this young lass straight in front of me, looking up, singing. And she's singing my words. And that's that was the first time I had that moment. Yeah. Because like, hold on. without things like that, and this is what we're this is what we're all saying with it, that it is just as important as anything else. Of course it is, yeah. Because if you didn't have music, just the weddings, no first dance. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, no song that reminds you of, uh, you know, what I mean, Any a dead relative, time. a funeral. Yeah. None of that. You'd have none of it because, yeah. and unless something's done now, moving forwards with music labels or some sort of cash injection, just to get things through what's mm-hmm. going off, because it's happening. If, in, it's if, happening in other industries. If we get that ball rolling, even if it's just. Slightly, if we get it rolling, it will pick up speed. And that's yeah, because you've you've got, like you said, people like yourselves, other musicians that are still there, they're still willing to get out there to play music for people because people are crying out to go to gigs. It worries me because I want I want to know where the next generation of kids are that's just they haven't got a clue out, they don't know one minute into the guitar from the other, they don't know how to play it, but they will get together. With the mates in a garage, close the door and make noise. That's how most of the big bands did it. So why can't it happen? And again? if you're watching this, if anybody's watching this, and you, you you're there with your mates, and if you just do it, please do it. Just yeah. play. It's as simple as that. Just, what what's the worst that can happen? You get it wrong. Yeah. If you get you start it wrong, again. And if you get it wrong, you start again. And you Sooner or later, out of all them wrongs, you'll get it right and it'll feel fantastic. We have, we've had that moment more times than I can remember. And do you know, like, obviously, as a parent, obviously, a teenage son, like, he'd he, he spent, so obviously, I'm separated from uh, from their mum, but we, we share custody. And he, he got bought a guitar years ago and he'd always say to me, oh, can you, you, know, can you teach me some stuff? Tried when he was younger and stuff, and it, you know, from his fingers and stuff like it just it just wasn't happening for him. And I'm not one of them ones where I'm gonna because that's what I like. I'm not gonna force him into it. He's got to go there himself. And then now he, he's kind of come back, but like literally as a parent, my eyes when my jaw went, everything I got right emotional because I, I spent five minutes as the age that he's at now. I spent five minutes with him teaching him brain stew. And I, I, I didn't put anything on him, like, no, I was just sort of like, you just do this, just do this. And I just kind of left him, went sort of stuff in kitchen, I got headphones on because we, we all know what it's like when you've got the green day going on on guitar. And I'm like, yeah. 
am I right giving that to to a younger version of me? I'm like, <laughs> it's not happening. I'm yes. like, get 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 these headphones plugged into that amp. It's not happening. No. And then I came back. Yeah, it with the look on it, just the look on his face, the sheer joy. Like, yeah, he, he, he were excited and stuff that he were playing to it, but there were it was also the amazement in his own ability that he were kind of. I can't believe that I have just played a like an intro to a song of a band that my dad loves. Mm -hmm but sold millions and millions of records and it, yeah. it didn't even take me long to learn it. it all i needed to do was just listen to what it was that, showing that's that's the thing it. because the, the kids now the look the look at guitar and if it's not got a keyboard on it or the and, and like, oh what what do what do I, and you don't need to know every chord in the book now you don't, no. you don't need, and I've, I've had some of my son, and I'm trying to show him, and I've told her, I said, look, if you really want to, you can just use two fingers. And if you, if you know where to put them, you're away. Yeah. Case in point, bury, bury the hatchet. Yeah, two fingers, two cards. That's and, all and, and as we know, there's so many bands out there, Quo, yeah, there's yeah, so yeah. many bands that made a career out of doing stuff like that and if you yeah. if you can tailor that to the younger generation and just be sort of like look it's this easy don't think it's hard don't go into it listening to what your friend said of oh i've tried my fingers are and it, it's not happening i'm not are, doing yeah. it and it's like just just push because what's the other alternative you're just going to allow those negative feelings to just breed and stuff and it's like um, if you're not going to do it it's not going to make down, you feel any better stop. that's it yeah and then your progression stops, and then before you know it, you sell it. You know you're selling the guitar, and then we we all know. Less than two years later, you're wanting to buy another guitar again. Well, I, I, I know with me, I, <laughs> I started to learn at school, and I put my guitar down at sixteen. I didn't pick it up for twenty years, till twenty years later, and now, and now look at you. <laughs> now, 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 now we've got we've we've got a, we've got a song on iTunes and Spotify and you know yeah and and, and there there's is, people out there buying it and it's like oh god there's that as well obviously we do talk about music industry and we we talk about obviously we were talking earlier about your creative processes and stuff like that. technology is a massive aid to any budding musicians coming up now compared to before like you don't need to be signed to a label to release your no. own music. I, I, you know what I mean? If I were to do this, what I'm doing now, all in in aid of mental health awareness, raising money for charities and stuff, if I were to do, try and do this 10 years ago, I'd need an agent. I'd, there'd be oh, so many people yeah. and getting involved and stuff. Whereas, like, and as we all know, kids nowadays on the phones, the the more clued up with technology than we are, we need to be pushing them to, to use the technology for things like this. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, yeah, mean, I mean, there is, unfortunately, but then you've got people like Jake Paul and yeah, 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 yeah. that don't help matters. But yeah, no. but you get what I mean with it. You, you, you're always going to get some bad seeds like that that are just exploiting the whole system that's there to to create to opportunities to, from. Go back to what we said about technology. Is it a hindrance or is it a help? It's a help. To us, but it, it's a it's a double edged sword. Yeah, definitely. It's a double edged sword. 
it all depends on how you use it. it and that, right, that that translates through to everything in everyday life, I believe, because I've had conversations with Frankie before, with, with the rest of my friends. Um, it's People go on a lot of, about social media, about social media is bad. You need to get rid of it, like, it, it, you know, you've got cyberbullying. Yeah, you have got all them things, and I, I can't stand things like that. But there's so many things like this that you're able to do good things. Yeah, you, you're yeah. able to. I've got inbox messages just with the short amount of time that we've had this thing going. I've got inbox messages from people who have literally listened to an episode or they've seen a post. And something just clicked in their head and it's made them divert away from the dark path and the things they were planning on doing. All because that I just took time out just to kind of share some things. And I wouldn't be able to do that without technology. So as, as our social media, so I wouldn't... Well, the thing I, is, I mean, yeah, the cyberbullying and everything like that, but if, if you took the whole social media bit away, then it would just be bullying on the streets. Of course, it would because it existed before, didn't it? And this, the, every age group thinks that it's something new. Yes, it's not. The story yeah. is all the whole of time. It's yeah. not. I've had it. He's had it. You probably had it. Yeah, had it really yeah. yeah. You know, we've we've all had it, and I, mean, I think I think it's because it's the day and age that we're living in now. Everything's more accessible, and by that I mean media outlets, news. You hear about everything because there's, you can't hide away yeah. from everything. So you hit because you hear about it more. You naturally think, oh, like if I were to go on and research some statistics on, you know, what I mean, on murders and things like that. Murder rates aren't in correlation to yeah, the populations are increasing and things like that, but it's not because more people are, are angry and going out and killing people. It's just because more of it's been brought to light. Yeah. that That's all yeah. it is. And yeah. it's the same with them cases. I'm just one of them people where I think if, you, if you've got the tools to do good, but you've got people that are using it for bad, you shouldn't take the tools away for those people that are doing it good. You should deal with those individuals that are using it for bad and doing bad things. We don't spoil it for everybody else. Mm. I think that's that's how it, it needs to be with technology because there's so many great things that can come from it. Things like oh, this, yeah. things like even in lockdowns, how many gigs did we all watch live streams? Yeah, quite a few, quite a few. Yeah, um, yeah. Roxy Asylum is probably yeah. my favourite. Although I've got, I did see the new Wild Arts one from the other week. Oh boy! Oh, I, mean, yeah. thing, <laughs> I mean, the thing is, it's like you said throughout all the lockdown. Um, we all can't go see each other, but we're all together. Yeah, you, you've you've got situations, care homes. You, you've got elderly patients in care homes couldn't see the family members, but the nursing oh, staff so were literally ringing and facetiming yeah. the the sons, the daughters, you know, that have got their own grown up families, and giving the phone to like the mum so they could mm. still have that face to face contact. Oh, that's gone without technology. Yeah. So, I mean, you look, what, 20, 25 years ago, there'd be none of that. It wouldn't have existed. Mm. So, it's like I said, it's if, sad. If these, if these kids can get together 
and just don't matter what don't matter what the mates say, don't matter, you know, oh you're in a rock band. No, no, rock no. It's like, oh we're we're into rap and hip hop. Rap yeah, and it's like I'm not just picking out two genres there, but that's Yeah, no, it's right, isn't nice. it? Like the the were last on, you... uh, on news yesterday and she were she was saying how she'd be getting picked on because she liked to sing jazz. I think it would be BBC or something like that. She likes to sing jazz and she was like 12 years old. And now she's 15. She's signed to a, like, a music label. And now all these people that were bullying her want to be her best friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Many were like, yeah, like us at school. I mean, we we, we were the outcasts. So we, we were listening to God knows what I mean. I, I always <laughs> wanted to be the outcast though. Uh, we, we were. We, 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 didn't, we didn't sort of fit in. So we were all listening to like therapy, reading Crang. Just listening yeah. to Corn, Slipknot would just be. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 what, I, what, what do you call it? Um, everybody were like, oh, you run, you run DMC, and, I, and I'm like, yeah, I'll stick with you now, you know. <laughs> it's, it's one of them things, isn't it? I think everybody can appreciate every sort of genre of music. I mean, as much as I, I love my favorite sorts, people like Elvis, things like that, James Dean, Rat Pack. I love sticking a bit of that on. Oh, it's not my oh, it's yeah. not my favorite stuff, but I can I'll li- I can listen to out. I can li- I think it was other day I'd, I'd forgot my cable while I was out driving with work. Forgot my cable for my phone, so I couldn't have like Spotify on and stuff. And there were no like I was flicking through stations and it didn't even have DAB. It's, it's that rubbish mm. is that work man. Didn't have DAB. So I'm scanning through and it was just a random channel. I ended up sat there listening to bloody cars. The cause, not yeah, them, yeah. Right? stuff like that. It's just like, like afternoons at the grands. <laughs> I can literally. <laughs> oh god, yeah. I can listen to anything, and I and I think it's sad at times when you have got them people where they're kind of like, oh no, no, I'm not listening to that. Or I, I just think it's me personally. I just think that's the wrong. It's the same thing with everything when it comes to like, it's wrong mentality. You don't want to pigeonhole. I mean, the thing. I mean, right. If they're not going to listen to it, don't listen to it. But at least appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Just just because they don't like it and they're sort of like, nope, no, and don't listen the, to it. It's not in the in, in crowd. No, no, can't do that because Ooh. some sort of like it. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Start doing that, then you start going down a real slippery slope. And you, you, there's a lot of there's a lot of kids now and I've and they all look the same. There's there's no individuals anymore. That's it. And that, that touches on what Frankie won about a minute ago, about the whole, you were seen as, as you know what I mean, the, the reject, the oddball, in, you know what I mean, you didn't fit in with And it's like, because you had indiv- individuality and you liked what you liked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, Pattinson said that to me. Oh, God. Must have been 12, 13-year-old. And I was listening to Nirvana. I mean, what did Axel wish for? Mm. What a live album! What a live album! Listening uh, to that Manix first Stereophonics album, uh, Travis, whatever, whatever I'm listening to at the time. And God, just God bless him. It's it ain't like anyway. Frankie, you like what you like, and you know what? I've always stuck by it. I like it. Listen to it. Don't matter what anyone else thinks. Yeah, and that's it. And you you know as well as I do. Probably DC same. Like you could. You could name drop someone that you like, and then some, you'll be stood near someone, and they'll be like, they're kind of looking you up and down, like, yeah. wonder if he's into that. And it's like, what, what does that even mean? You don't know me. You, you yeah. just yeah, typecasting yeah. me, like, what? Yeah, 
No. I, I, I expected to look a certain way and dress a certain. I mean, he's it, going. He's going back to the old. Oh, he's got tattoos. He must be a Roman, you know. Um, <laughs> he's yeah. Back in Do you know what? He's, he's when, got rockers on. God. The, 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 there were a few people when I first told them, obviously in the first lockdown, that I would. I decided I would. I was going to. I'm going to get off my ass and I'm going to do some and I'm going to help people. So I'm going to go down path of obviously my mental health nursing degree. And there were a few people that literally they were sort of like, well, that there, that there. <laughs> they were sort of like, oh, um, I, I, I don't, I don't think that um, you'd, you'd be able to get into a nursing profession. I'm like, well, why is that? Bearing in why? mind, I, disclaimer, I would say that these people don't know me right well. They know me through people. So these yeah. comments were coming back through through me, like me, my close yeah. friends. I was like, oh, so and so works in healthcare setting. She's she's like, oh, she don't think that you'd, you know, you, you you'd really sort of belong there. I'm like, she don't know anything about me. She, you know, she doesn't know my nature and the fact that people around me who work in the profession have been saying to me for years that I need to be working in that profession because it's a crying shame if I'm not. And it it don't matter if you're covered in tattoos. There's yeah. I, I know a couple of lads, one of which now is a surgeon. He's got full sleeves. He's got his fingers done because he's a biker. He's got neck tattoos coming up. I don't know. One of them patients that won't say, please don't no. remove, remove my cancerous tumour because you've got tattoos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's all that. It's all that typecasting again, isn't it? It's like, oh, hold on. And I just, I just don't get it. Typecasting and labelling. I think that's. I think that's. You're right. What you're saying there, DC. It's a case of. I think the main problem that likes you, me, people have with that situation is because we wouldn't judge other people. We yeah. expect other people not to then judge. But sadly, the people aren't it, like that. It's not a two-way street. And it's. I. I. I openly say to those people. I mean, you know harm. I wish you loads of happiness in your life, but I don't really want to have contact with, with you because we're not going to have any conversation to have because we're not, not like-minded. I don't understand your thought process. I, I just don't get yeah. it. You know, live your life, be happy, but I don't really kind of need that sort of negativity yeah. around me. It's, it, it, it provides nothing but upset. It, it, you don't get any positives out of having that sort of attitude. No. It's It sucks. Um. But on a brighter note, um, what's uh, if we can even announce out? I'm not too sure. But um, mm. what's coming up for uh, Taxi for Pablo for anybody that's uh, obviously listening and that's wanting to check you guys out? Or by the way, before we jump onto that, I've just realised we've gone all an entire episode and just assumed all my normal regular listeners are going to be listening, but there wouldn't be any new ones. Obviously, you're going to have the lower thirds coming up uh, on the screen. Um, obviously, this podcast is available on... Uh, you can watch it on YouTube. You can listen to it on Spotify. So you will have lower thirds advertisements coming out. But... Uh, That's YouTube. <laughs> 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 yes. Made it. Yep. They've made it to YouTube. Um, Sorry, it's okay. <laughs> but for, the, for those people that are driving in the car, whatever, they've not had a chance to actually watch it and they're just listening... Um, Click the uh, more information on the actual episode tab on Spotify, not just Spotify, Apple Podcast, and wherever you're, you're listening to your podcast. 
click the links there because I'll be a high, like a hop, um, hyperlink all the uh, social medias for Taxi for Pablo so you can check them out, check the content, follow them and stuff. But but yeah, go for it, guys. Anything that you've got lined up? Pipeline, uh, obviously, because we're not quite out of, we know we're not quite out of restrictions uh, and mean, we're waiting. But... Uh, the, the main thing for us is going to be all getting into a room again. Get, yeah, get, getting together as a band again. Going back to we lost his practice room in October. Um, so that that was the clubhouse environment gone. Yeah, we, we, if we get if we can get back, at, I mean, I know uh, we want to, we've, we've got some stuff that was was ready for recording. Um, I actually uh, side note, I actually on my uh, music player on my laptop, uh, actually found. Well, you've got the you've got the master. I've version. got the master. I've yeah. got the semi-mastered rough version. Of our next single, so but I think I think we're gonna I, I, I think we're gonna go back and do some recording, and hopefully, um, all being well, all being well towards back end of the year, we should have show a couple of bits out. Yeah, uh, fingers crossed. Yeah, one definitely we wanted to put out with the second song we recorded the same night as in here, in here. Off, right where we are. <laughs> I'm probably. Not far away from where I was. Yeah, I was over there somewhere. And then uh, Justin went coming around here. Yeah, throwing stuff at us. That's perfect. <laughs> as, as usual. <laughs> yeah. <Jumpers> around. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we recorded two songs uh, in one night in here. Uh, obviously, Bury the Hatchet, which ended up being a single. Single. Still weird. And, uh, and King of LIC. King of LIC, yeah, Kings. So, so we're hoping to get them done again and Get them out, plus the other two that we've got. Better <laughs> <it> go. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the one that we really, really like, again, happened in Diamond. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, it were one of those, oh, shit moments. And, and <laughs> I'm, I'm, there, I'm there playing away, blah, blah, blah. And I make a mistake, as I usually do. And I went down to G, down, down here, instead of there. And... Uh, Daz just went, my ears pricked up. <laughs> what was that? You can do that again. <laughs> again. Continue. No, just keep, no, no, keep going here. Yeah, just do it again, you again, again, again. So we had the chorus. We had the, we had the chorus. <laughs> you, the, you wrote the verse that night, though, didn't you? Uh, I think you wrote the verse that night, but we didn't have the beginning part of the song. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. that happened. We practiced twice that week, from what I remember. So yeah. Wednesday and Thursday. So Wednesday night we went in, did that. Thursday morning, after mid Thursday afternoon, I would probably sat behind where my laptop is now, behind the counter, with the guitar in hand, <laughs> just just endlessly messing about. And I've probably been listening to what those stereophonics, Gaslight Anthem. Whatever, and then, um, that, and, that, and that, then it began. The, and, and, that, and then it began, so it went to meth, to C, to E minor, to D. And yeah, I think, yeah. yeah, and then met, rung Daz and went, I've just had that O moment. I think I just <laughs> first. <laughs> brought it in the next night, it lined up perfectly. Lined up perfectly. And, and then, then I believe. It, 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 I, I, I literally wrote it there, and then did yeah. You wrote it there, and then. And then we decided how many times to loop the first part of it. Yeah, it would, just, it would just do the timing then. And it just kind of, once we kind of pieced it all together, 
So right, there we go. Right, let's go. <laughs> we went through it, and it, we all just sat down. And, and then the week after that, we put the uh, we put the bridge in it, which totally changed it totally again. Totally changed it again, and then it, it just kind of. And then oh, subsequently, okay. a year later, I actually put the lead figure to it, and then changed it again. <laughs> so yeah. I'm, I'm, so, we're still in this predicament. Of going, we're still in this. Going right? How the hell are we going to pull this off alive, alive again? Because when we played our last gig at the Malt Shovel in Ponty, October 2019, I didn't, I didn't play guitar, and I had an easy, I had an easy time. That, that's one of them where you put your guitar. Down. I put my guitar. Down. It's, it's, it's the DC ref session. Um, bear, bear in mind, I'll probably just play plush my stone temple pilots. <laughs> just gone through a plush, yeah. So I am tapping up white mask. But well, um, well, I, <laughs> known as the chairman, uh, said there were two things wrong with that gig. Don't play ever long again because you're knackered. And uh, right, you need to D- DC, DC needs to play guitar on Sunday. Oh. <laughs> But well, you, like you, like you just uh, like you just shed light on. Obviously, you've have, you've have not played live for a while. Um, we haven't. We only had. Did we? We had two gigs lined up. Two 20, yeah. Twenty twenty, and it, one with George Fest, and gone. I think the other one might have been um, another festival. I can't remember. I can't remember now. I'm, I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to do a second one, Raj. Yeah. Yeah. So the last year seems so far away so now. It does. It does. So, so there were two gigs, but, but the George Fifth, we we're going to play that with our gunmate 03, which that would have been a complete riot if it was to have been on. Like we did when we played <laughs> uh, Nate. We'll call, we'll call some damage. Oof. And a few really nasty hangovers next morning. And Justin laughing at I don't drink. I don't drink. I don't drink. And it had been his first week with Connor. <laughs> yeah. Connor, Connor, in a way. Yeah. Saved us. Yeah, pretty much. Because we'd had a lot of issues with, with bass players having one, it not working out. Same happened again. And yeah. it's like, how many times we're going to we're gonna uh, go through this? And then, hey, go to a point where I'm going to do it. Well, got to a point where I was going to do it. We're going to do it. But then I had you and Jay screaming at me like, "No, oh, we need you on guitar." <laughs> like, all right, all right. We, we went to a point where we're going to roll bloody, won't we? Yeah, no, I'd, <laughs> I'd have had a brain aneurysm trying to figure uh, out. I still don't know why his board. But we got there. Oh, we got there. We got there. Yeah. I mean, well, so. I were uh, I were asking you obviously before we. We came on uh, on record for a second time, might I add. I don't hide things from audience. Uh, no, no, I, I kind of messed up to start with. Um, are you wanting to play something for us? It's totally up don't to you. Try it. It's been a while. No, it's fine. Well, while, uh, while you guys are gathering stuff, and then before you uh, announce what you're going to do and stuff, I'll uh, I'll just send a few messages out to audience. Um, yeah, this episode. Season one, episode four has been with Taxi for Pablo. Check them out on uh, the social media links that they've got. Um, obviously, they'll, they'll have been coming up on the video uh, format of the podcast, which is available on uh, on YouTube channel. Uh, whilst I'm speaking about YouTube, the mm. analytics have been screaming at me recently. Um, apparently, uh, 
72% of the uh, viewers of the content on YouTube are not subscribed. So just to make sure you're not missing out on double sessions like what we've got going on today. Um, hit that uh, subscribe, hit the bell notification. It'll just send a notification to your phone, let you know that uh, we've got a new upload. Um, I've got another episode that's getting recorded tomorrow, which got rescheduled from last week. So yeah, just to make sure you're not missing out on any content. Um, Make sure you check it out. Uh, check the uh, description of this episode on uh, Spotify. It'll have all the links for uh, Taxi for Pablo. Um, and it'll have a, uh, another rundown as well, letting you know uh, the ins and outs of the band, uh, how they got together and such. Uh, but yeah, singing us out, it'll be uh, Taxi for Pablo. I'll, uh, I'll pass over to DC, let, him, uh, let us give us a rundown. Right, uh, yeah. Um... <laughs> Just realised this is the first time we've done this uh, acoustic, isn't it? It will be, yeah. It will be. <laughs> so, Apart from uh, messing about. Messing about or not, but yeah, this, this is uh, this is our what, third third song. It, yeah. Yeah. Uh, third. third. Uh, this is we've got nothing. And this were a jam. This were a jam or this one. So there we go. Thank you. 
out its breath. I know you won't be stealing. Stand the tall, it's my power I'm breathing. Yes, we have. <laughs> <laughs> right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on episode four. It's been uh, it's been cool. awesome to have you, DC. It's been awesome to catch up with you, man. Frankie, always a pleasure as always, man. Uh, thank you. Appreciate you. Everybody else, uh, get ready for episode three, the rescheduled one, which is going to get recorded tomorrow. Just for clarification, as always, this episode will be getting released in two clips over the weekend and episode full episode will be available on YouTube to watch and Spotify to listen on Monday. Um, yep. Yeah. And as always, live life, be kind and give back. Cheers. Tonight, Cheers. Cheers, mate.